Witness me! Yes! Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son Podcast. It's been rolling these out for two years now. Yeah. Two years. We're pulling up on the triple-double dig. Mm, no. Not unless there are some scientific breakthroughs. So there, there'll probably will be some scientific breakthroughs that, that will allow you to like live forever, but I'll be fucking 92 at the time, and I'll be like, motherfucker, I, I, I really... But I mean, would you even take that? At 92? Oh, or well, just any time. Just anytime. a pill to live forever. Fuck no, I'm never taking that shit. Not the way the world's going these days, that's for sure. Yeah. But, you know, I wouldn't mind being around longer. It depends, but yeah. I mean, because we don't know when our time is, right? Mm-hmm. And so if I had, like, I'm not guaranteed tomorrow, right? No. So if I was guaranteed tomorrow, yeah, I'd take that pill. Yeah. I don't think I'd want to live forever. Because everyone around you would die if they didn't take the pill. That'd be w- worse fate than death. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's movies about that. But at the same time, if everybody had access to those pills, then just the overpopulation. I mean, they'd have to be like, no more kids. Yeah. We're, we're shutting it off right now. They'd have to headshot people in the streets. <laughs> Don't know if you'd have to take it that far. I mean, in a dystopian society yeah. where everyone has immortality to aging, at least. Be a good job for you. I have a feeling you could you could move up in that job pretty quick. I could quick. throw a couple babies in dumpsters. Gosh. <laughs> Use my line. Didn't take long. <laughs> didn't take long. It didn't. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies than having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. So it was June 24th when we released three episodes. It was The Babysitter, because you got the very first pick. Airplane. Airplane, and then, man, you, roll bounce. you brought it with Roll Bounce. I did. A little Bow Wow movie. And you were watching that on the TV the other night. So. Just because I knew you were going to walk in and see us watching it. Yeah. You know, it was it was just so funny because I, I think at that moment I was like, this is really going to be interesting with Jack. <laughs> <laughs> roll Bounce. You know, yeah. I, I'm thinking, let's come out strong, right? Let's, let's throw out some- So you picked Airplane? Well, remember <laughs> at first it was going to be, I was going to show you movies like from my childhood. Yeah. You know, we, I wasn't true. basically going to show you anything like over like late nineties, probably it was all going to be early stuff. And then that would not have been good. No, I think it was boogie nights at that point where I was like, fuck that. I'm going to show <laughs> him, you know, something, something else. Uh, fuck, fuck all these rules. Right. Mm-hmm. We're not rule followers anyway. Fuck no. Never. But it's, uh, it's been fun. It, yeah, it's it definitely has. been fun. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's not dilly dally here, uh, reminiscing about our first two years. Let's uh, let's head on out to the uh, the lobby. All right, all right. <laughs> That's a weak transition, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is? It's lobby time with Vincent Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to uh, warrant some airtime. All right, so today, uh, number one, I, I need to make a correction from uh, last episode. 
I said that my junior high high school band was named Wrong Turn. It was actually Deadly Turn. Uh. <laughs> yeah, Deadly Turn. So that's uh. much more kick-ass heavy metal than Wrong Turn. So, but it sounds dumb. No, no, it really didn't. And in our, uh, <laughs> you said didn't. Now it does, dude. We're talking like 1983 through 86 or something like that. Deadly turn. It's pretty cool. And our logo was like one of those uh, diamond, uh, yellow, you know, like dangerous turn mm-hmm. type I, thing. I was and, gonna guess that it was a triangle one, like a yellow triangle with an exclamation in the middle. There's like blood on it. No, I don't think we had any blood on it. Uh, I was not in charge of the graphics back then. Mm. All right, next, what do you think is the record for most men slept with in a 24-hour period? 86. (laughs) You're just a little bit off. 919. So they must be doing like one pump and then they leave and it goes on to the next man on the conveyor belt. So each man uh, had 45 seconds before another one would would jump in and do the same. Gee. This record is held by Lisa Sparks. Um, How many X's in Sparks? uh, Three. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just knew it. Yeah, it said, um, let's see. It didn't even take her like 24 hours. I think she did it in like half the time. And she decided to quit? Because fuck. Yeah, I don't know. She said uh, she enjoyed herself, although she confessed that she did feel pain for about a week afterwards. Well, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's, a, here's a look at her. You uh, Would you? I can't. I can, all I can see is her cleavage. There you go. Mm-mm. No? Not your type? No, no she just kind of looks like she'd be like loud and like, just like when she chews, I feel like food goes everywhere. <laughs> I think so, too. She is married, and she was married at the time. Uh, her husband's name is Jeff Sparks. Jeff Cuck Sparks. And uh, you can find his work at letmejerkit.com. <laughs> so if you want to look up uh, the husband of... of uh, Lisa Sparks. Yeah, Lisa Sparks. Well, he so, probably jerks it while someone is fucking his wife next to him. Probably. Definitely a cuck if you're doing that whole thing. <sighs> so she's been in 139 porns. And I just want to read some of the names for you because, you know, we we love reading funny porn names. So some of the movies she's been in, um, 1,000 Facials 3, American Bukake 23. 23. Do you know what that is? I do. Okay. Um, Anal and DP Extravaganza 1. What what does DP mean? (laughs) Come on. How do you know what bukkake means, but you don't know like, what double penetration? Okay, I was thinking deep penetration, but <laughs> double. So, so double. Okay. So it's like, like so here's the holes. I, I can figure it out. Right. No, yeah. I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> uh, there was also anal moms. Uh, <laughs> ass good, ass it gets. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, uh, play on words. Uh, assault my ass. <laughs> Big Butt Girls Club 7. Blackzilla is splitting that shitter. <laughs> had you read these previously did you know you're about to read that one? Oh uh, yeah well i highlighted them um a long time ago I blackzilla haven't... splits that shitter <laughs> yes. what a horrible title for just to uh, say interracial anal <laughs> yeah well it's funny because it has categories and uh big butt girls club seven is in the category of big asses and blackzilla is splitting that shitter is a uh, anal interracial <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what you would call uh, that. But now, now Blackzilla splitting that ass would be better. Yeah, the shitter like we always call the shitters like the toilet is yeah. the shitter. 
But but I guess your your butthole is the shitter also. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got deep throat this 32. <laughs> 32? <laughs> right. Oh, man. Um, dude, I banged your mother five. Gag factor 13. Gag factor? Yeah. I thought you were about to say factory for a minute. Oh, well, that would work too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Giant white greasy butt three. Um, the category for that is interracial plump big asses. Uh, gigantic face smothers too. Smothers? Yeah, I guess she's she's a bigger girl. I guess maybe she sits on somebody's face or something. Oh, uh, a couple more. Open up and say ah. Uh, <laughs> paste my face. Ooh. Pump my tits. Fill my hole. One. Hmm. School of hard knockers. Screw my wife, please. Thirty two. And then the last one is thar she blows. <laughs> Don't they like say that about like a ship that's running or like, oh, there's there's Moby Dick. He just jumped out of the water. There she blows. Well, I think it's from like the whale, like the the spew out of the top of the whale's yes, head. But the whale hole. I what is like that called? Blowhole. Blowhole. <laughs> Fill my blowhole 69. You know, when I saw this on uh, Twitter, it had Lisa Sparks the correct way, like S-P-A-R-K-S. Yeah, and there's and, no way. And so I, I'm like, well, I got to find out more about this. So I searched it. There was like a lady that came up, Lisa Sparks, and she is a, uh, she's on the Orange County Board of Educators, mm. <laughs> District 5. <laughs> she's a Republican who ran for Congress and uh, got her ass kicked. But I, I just wonder if anybody's ever been, hey, are you that lady who slept with 900 dudes? I doubt it. She knows. Somebody has told her. I mean, yeah. Like she's, goes, I'm assuming if she's like 50-something. If you if you go that many years with that name, you're bound to know. Either that or everyone around her knows and is too scared to tell her. No. She knows because she's, she's done she's Google. She's probably looked herself up Of course she has. She wants like, to know what people think about her. You know, she she finished fifth in the primary, so uh, sorry, sorry, Lisa Sparks, it it didn't didn't work out for you there. But you know what? There's well, a maybe there's another profession, right? Yeah. There's always something else that, that you could get into. <laughs> all right, that's pretty much all I got for today. I, I figured that we'd uh, have some fun with some uh, fun name porn. porn movies. It's always fun. All right, got anything for our uh, two year anniversary uh, lobby time, Jack? Nope. All right, well. Um, so nothing else no. for, our, for our two year? Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. All right, so today's movie came out in 2015. Okay. It is two hours long, 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb, and 92% of Google users like this movie. All right, let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. There are a couple uses of bollocks and schlanger. Okay, so this is not an American movie. Is it schlanger or schlonger? Is it an A or an O? It's an A. Schlanger. Schlanger. Okay. Schlong is definitely spelt with an O. But Schlanger, that's got to mean penis, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, unless there's some sort of like British term. No, that's a wanker, know. right? Yeah. Wanker. Wanker's a penis. Yeah, then a, sh- a Schlanger, what else could a Schlanger be? All right. And also, there are several instances of gun violence, though not excessive or stylized in a way which makes it exciting to watch. Damn. Disappointing. Well, I don't think you're going to be disappointed because this movie is called Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, all right. I wasn't expecting to that, but... Why not? Because we've both seen it like 18 times. I 
have not seen this movie 18 times. I mean, yeah, me neither. It was, it was an exaggeration. Yeah. Come on now. Like, how many times have you actually watched this movie? I would say either four or five. Really? I think so, like, yeah. We went to the movie theater and we, saw We it. saw this in the fucking nice theater, yeah. too, because we knew it was going to be good. Mm-hmm. They had the fucking recliners and the waiters and waitresses that came around. and Yeah. You had to see this Over movie. Over three. Over three? But it's been a while, right? I mean, yeah, it has been a while. Yeah. Well, I could... There are definitely parts that I'm excited to watch again. Okay. Like uh, the, the ambush part uh, where they're going through the mountains and the motorcycle yep. people are there. Yep. I want to watch that. So, I want to watch all of it. The nighttime scene when he comes back, he's all bloody. Are we going to do the uh, black and white? Like a film so strip I think it's saying? called Black and Chrome. Yeah, Black and Chrome. I debated it, but the bottom line is I love the colors in this movie. They're yeah. so vibrant and just everything from the, the sandstorm, and, and we can get into all of it later. The but, nighttime is but, just blue. But I just, you know, the flame coming out of the guitar, I just I just couldn't do it. I want to see the, the Black and Chrome. But not today. But... I watched the previews of the black and chrome, and it just kind of looked black and white to me. I was hoping that it would be more shiny, like extreme blacks, and just just more saturation. Yeah, with it. Yeah, that would yeah. be cool. And I, I would want them to throw in some like sparkle type effects. You know, sparkle. Well, not like sparkle, but like I'd want like a very intense like 4K feeling with it. Yes, like super. Like you're saying, very night and day black and white, mm-hmm. and with like the chrome face spray i'd want to see like su- like it's super shiny or something like they have a very diverse gray scale in there somewhere or yeah something. all right so you excited about this yeah because at first you were kind of like oh well because i i never i feel like this is the first time i was expecting something that i'd never seen maybe i'd heard of it because he said i wasn't going to be disappointed mm-hmm. this is like the first movie you've picked that i've actually seen a bunch and i feel like this is the first movie that we've picked or that you picked, or anyone's picked, that we both seen a bunch. I'm sure if we go down the list, there's there's got to be one. Matrix. Yeah, there, yeah, you, there, okay, you, go. there you go. And, and there's, I, I guarantee there's more. Yeah. But I was really hoping for a, yes, and then you know, just a... I'm excited. I want to watch it. Yeah. I just, it's not at all what I was expecting. Okay. Well, I thought it's our, our two-year yeah. anniversary, and I thought, let's fucking come out with, with a banger, and let's, you know, that we know we're going to have fun with, because the other movie that I almost played... You, you've heard of it before. It's longer, and I haven't watched it since the 80s, <laughs> and I just... You didn't want heartbreak on the two-year? Not necessarily heartbreak. I just... It, it can kind of... Like, it doesn't always have a good feel to it. It has an uncomfortable feel to it for, okay. for a lot of it, but I remember it being just a fantastic movie. I mean, so, this movie, we both have a very fond and vivid memory of going to the... The nice theater and mm-hmm. watching it. Yeah, and just blown away. Oh, yeah, we were just fucking the, super blown away. Yeah, well, let's let's table that yeah. talk, and we can get back into it after we take this movie mug and pause. And we're back after watching 2015's Mad Max Fury Road. Yep. Oh, what a lovely day. It's a good part. <laughs> I want some of that chrome shit. I do too. Just it's like instant speed. Mm-hmm. So chrome or slow mo? Slow mo. Slow mo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, duh. That's a callback to our dread episode. Uh great movie. There was this drug called Yeah, very, very surprisingly a good movie. I was a little worried when you picked it, but there's a drug in there called slow mo. 
And it's just beautiful. It is. It's just fucking beautiful. And we've seen lots of movies with drugs. Nothing compares. Nothing compares. I, I'm ready for the day where something will even rival it a little bit, but there's nothing that, that rivals slow-mo. Yeah. All right, well, let me give it the 50-cent tour. This movie is about... I mean, it's about Mad Max, but he's he's almost a secondary character in this to, to Furiosa. I, I would say that they're equals. Yeah, I, I would I too. would say the story is 100% Furiosa, 0% mm-hmm. Mad Max, but they're, they're 50-50 for the movie, I feel like. So this is a post-apocalyptic world, and uh, you got Max from all the Mad Maxes, except this time he's not Mel Gibson, thankfully, because mm-hmm. that would have just been shit to have... An old ass dude mm-hmm. doing the, all the stuff. Plus, Mel's past his prime. And he's racist. Well, there's that too. <laughs> there's that too. So you got a uh, typical Mad Max. He's out there on his own. He's got the fucking kick-ass car. He gets kidnapped, and they make him a blood donor for the War Boys, which are these uh, bald-headed dudes that are, like, painted white. Yeah. Well, they're not even painted white. They're just, like, fucking... I think they're, I I think at least partially. Yeah. Well, actually, the main one who uh, sprays it on his face, and Mm -hmm. then once that's rubbed off, he's still pure white. So I think they are just like paper white. Yeah. So they are the, they're basically the Nazi soldiers who do whatever Morden Joe tells them to do. And Joe is this. He's like a godlike person to He's all a these dictator, people. But yeah. they all love him. <laughs> well, well, I don't think they love... Well, yeah, all, all the, the war boys, all the war boys love him. I don't know. I'm not really going to get into to Joe's personal shit right now, just about him impregnating... Oh, yeah. He, he has these girls that he bangs so he can have offspring, mm-hmm. and that's what the whole movie is about. Yeah, Furiosa is supposed to take this fuel to another place... And she really has all of the um, breeder girls, they call her. Just call them the wives. Okay, sure. Easier to say and less gross. Yeah, I suppose it is. Uh, so <laughs> she she has them, and she she's running away. She's trying to take them east, because mm-hmm. where she was born, it was green, mm-hmm. and all these lovely women were there. Yeah, and it's just fucking wasteland where they are. Just think desert. desert yeah. Desolate. Very, very no just life. A little bit of sand in your in your feet and in your hair. Yeah, and your in your mouth and everywhere else your, inside your pee hole. Your gooch. Mm-hmm. Inside Definitely. of your penis. Can you imagine being a female and just having that up inside you, like sand? I can't imagine being anyone. But uh, but I. It's I, gonna I, be on my ass crack. I know, but I, gonna, I think it's gonna end up in my dick. But I think vagina. Is very would be very very uncomfortable with a bunch of sand in it, like more uncomfortable <laughs> than any other body part. More uncomfortable than fucking mouth. Yes. Um. So mouth you just, sucks. Well, yeah. So you you bend down and you you take a full mouth bite of a sand dune versus sand in your veg. I mean, uh, that's, sand in your ears and your nose and your eyes. That's I'm, definitely look, all the worse. I just think that having sand in a vagina would just be awful. Just be awful. I mean, it's, I, it it's, be, it's just my sand take. Sand is one of the worst materials I've ever come across. <laughs> you've, I already, you've come across sand before? Unfortunately. Did you come in it? <laughs> no. Did you come on it? If you combine you've sand... You've never beat and, off on the beach before? Combine sand and cum, would you be able to like make a ball? Yes, absolutely. 
There'd be like a uh, cum beetle who would just uh, back up to it roll and roll it, it into a ball. <laughs> yeah, just come near a cum beetle. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just Fuck come off. and then they come. And then they roll it up in a ball. Mm. That's how chlamydia spreads on the beach. Cum beetles? Yeah. What the hell's wrong with us? You brought up cum beetle. Yeah, I guess so. I did. <laughs> What's wrong with you? So she is uh, stealing the these, wives. The wives from Immortan Joe. And they uh, get wise to it, and they send out the uh, the whole war party. Yeah, after and them. So Furiosa was supposed to go to Gastown, and she was supposed to stop by the Bullet Farm. <laughs> which is, yeah, those sound ridiculous. So both of those places, all of their forces and their leaders are chasing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- this movie is basically a chase. I mean, they're yeah. the it's the, all these war parties that are chasing Furiosa and Max and those wives pretty much the whole entire time. But it's fucking kick ass. It's not even pretty much. As soon as the chase starts, mm-hmm. it doesn't end. It has like a, it a, has like stall moments and a few lulls. Yeah, but for the most part, nonstop I, action. Yeah. Oh yeah. So she gets to the place. Well, I mean, I, I I can't really gloss over the chase and and all of the the cars involved and all of the weaponry involved. And, so and, much. And we'll get into that here in just a second. But they get to the place where the green place is supposed to be. It's not there. So they basically turn around and they go back to um, the, the citadel. Yeah, the citadel. And on the way back there, they kill a Morton Joe in a really awesome fashion. He has a ton of water as well, and he's got plants. Mm-hmm. And so that that's the new green place. So they got to take take that over. And there's all these people there that had just been living in squalor. I've heard that a lot. I don't really know what squalor is. But. I mean, I think that's like this is a horrible condition. Yeah. Yeah, but, and and they going back, they freed those people. Yeah, all those people. So where Morton Joe lives, if you hadn't seen this movie, I I can't believe that you haven't. You need to. Uh, there's like a few. It's like kind of like a canyon, but really it's just these really tall plateaus. And down in the middle, at the very bottom, there's all these people who are all fucked up and really like poor, have no water. They have nothing. They live in holes they dug in the ground. Yeah. And this, we're not talking hobbit holes. We're talking you dig with your hands, you find something to put over the top, and you just chill down there. Yeah. Uh, he'll like turn on the pumps, and all the water that he pumps from the ground go, goes to them, but he turns it off real quick. So they're all going to be saved, which is, that's super cool. And Furiosa was looking for redemption, and... Mad Max literally saved her life and looked out for her the whole time, and now she gets it. They didn't start out friends, but it oh, turned no. out that way. All right, let's see what the internet has to say. Haunted by his turbulent past, which we didn't really get to see like the whole backstory to him. I mean, I've seen the first Mad Max yeah. and the second Mad Max, but he did not have a daughter. Well, I, I don't want to spoil it because you haven't seen the very first one. I haven't seen either of them. You. The clips I've seen... I've, you haven't seen The Road Warrior? No. I've, Are you I've shitting me? I've seen the kid with the boomerang. Yeah, that's in The Road yeah, Warrior. Yeah, and, and then that's the parts I've seen of it. I would have totally shown that today. I thought you'd seen that one. No, I, I've been downstairs. Spe- Last time I saw it, I was really, really young. I was probably like 10. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, check this out. And it's this little caveman-looking kid. A feral boy. Looks like he could be from the Geico commercials. <laughs> Has a, a sharpened boomerang and yeah, is chopping people's fingers off and everything, and that's all I know about that movie. Besides Mel Gibson and leather, um, Immortan Joe is in it. 
Is he? Yes, he is. He doesn't look like that. He's still a he's still a villain. I mean, you I, I've never. I've never seen any of the Mad Max I, movies besides this, and I've always wanted to. I just never have. I mean, I've always felt like a failure of a father just because of how you are. <laughs> but I feel even more so <laughs> now. I knew you hadn't seen the first one, but I really thought you'd seen the second one. I would have totally shown that tonight. I, I thought about it for a while. It was always so confusing to me mm. watching him see these ghosts of people that they're like, "We let you let us die, you let us die. If those have nothing to do with the movies, then whatever. Okay, but. so I've not seen the third one because... Mad, is Mad Max Fury Road 4? Yeah. Okay, I yeah, thought it the, was 3. The first one is Mad Max, the second one is uh, Mad Max the Road Warrior, and the third one is Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. So you you probably, if you didn't see 3, then you're missing a lot. As no, well. I don't think so, because... I bet it still has stuff in now, it. Now, I guess I'll have to watch... We'll have to do I, I thought, some sort of binge. I gotta, I gotta be honest and say, I, I, I thought Thunderdome looked fucking really, really stupid, it and I didn't was. want it to taint what I felt about Mad Max. Tina Turner was in it, and I don't even know what she looks like. I just, you know, I know what? you hate she, her. I've known. I mean, I from a very young age that you. I don't absolutely. I, no, hate I do not her. hate her. I don't. You I wish don't, death upon her. Good lord, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to see her in a movie. I didn't want to see Tina Turner in a Mad Max movie. I'd recorded all the death threats that you made about it, and then I could have really made a case about you. So I'll, I guess I'll watch that eventually. Whether the third one is horrible or not, and I know you said the second's better than the first. Well, the I want to see all of them because I love the fucking setting, and I love everything about Mad Max. There's nothing bad about Mad Max at all. I don't think you're going to like the first one. I need to see it. It's If, if it's part it, of a series I love, uh, well, I've, I, I've seen one of the movies. I just don't think you can go to. from Fury Road to the original Mad Max and be like, oh, yeah, this well, is fucking great. I wouldn't be expecting much. I mean, one, it's from when? 79. I was going to say, it's 70s, right? Yeah. Uh, then one, I'm already not expecting that much because it's so old super old movies and action don't mix well because old action never looked as good as the stuff I grew up on. It's still directed by George Miller, and it still has all those really kick-ass, really fast motion yeah, like it's and the, it's badass the cars. And, and the setting yes. and the characters. Mm -hmm. The action is great, and I love it in this movie, but I, I genuinely care about the people in it, so I want to, it's going to, I think I'll like it. Well, well, especially because I'm, I'm not going in expecting some legendary film, and it's a young Mel Gibson. Too. I'm sure they started off real small, mm -hmm. and yeah. then it became a, a, like a cult classic or whatever. Everyone was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, and so they made more. Yeah, I think '81 is when the second one came out, and I don't know when uh, Thunderdome. I, I just Thunder. Max had longer hair in there. It looks. I just I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. Well, you're you're gonna do it eventually. I am gonna do it eventually. All right, let's see what the internet has to say. Haunted by his turbulent past, Mad Max believes the best way to survive is to wander alone. Nevertheless, he becomes swept up with a group fleeing across the wasteland in a war rig driven by an elite imperator, Furiosa. They are escaping a citadel tyrannized by the Immortan Joe, from whom something irreplaceable has been taken. Enraged, the warlord marshals all his gangs and pursues the rebels ruthlessly in the high-octane road war that follows. That's what, what it was, a road war. What even does octane mean? <laughs> I don't know. I know it has to do with cars. I, well, I don't know. I don't know shit about cars. Like I've said many times, either. if 
uh, like I, I go to get my oil changed and it's just like one of those things that you're just like, fucking, please don't come in. Please don't come in. Please don't come in and be like, uh, guy with the white Corvette, can you come out? And you're like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you have a white Corvette. And they're like, hey, uh, this uh, air filter needs to be changed. This needs to be flushed. Uh, we recommend this and that. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. A and guy with a 98 Camry. They'd be like, <laughs> I mean, really, they could be like, yeah, your flux capacitor needs changing out. to be really, what, what's that going to cost? Like, I don't know shit about cars. My friends do like their oil changes themselves. I wouldn't even and know where to start. They're like, I don't know. I w- right? I was in my friend's garage. Like, I went to hang out with my friend. And uh, our other friend came over or whatever, and and he just did his oil change, and I watched, and they like both knew what to do, and I had no idea what was going on. I can't teach you because my dad knew how to work on shit, but he didn't have the patience to show me. Yeah. And like there was one time where I had, dude, my first truck was a 1979 Ford Courier pickup, and it was a piece of shit. Things <laughs> broke on that all the time, and my dad would point at it and say, take that off, then take it to White's Auto, tell him you need a replacement, and then put it back on the same way you took it off. And then he'd go in the house. So I never learned, hey, when you're taking off a starter, be sure and uh, unhook the battery first. Because if not, when metal hits metal, it's going to shock the fuck out of you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and so I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And, and also it's like, be sure to unhook this thing. Because if you undo these nuts and bolts first, then you're going to have to hold this fucking starter in your hand and take off this one last part. So you got all the weight of the starter in your hand, and after a while, it feels like it's like 150 pounds. So, yeah, I, I learned the hard way, but I didn't learn. Like, yeah. all I can do, I can change a tire. I can't. I have no idea how to do it. I know there's a tire iron, and I know you're not supposed to put the jack on uh, the the wrong spot, or else you're going to crinkle up <laughs> the side of your car. All right. So I know you got to put it further under than mm-hmm. fucking stupid people do. Like I'm, I, I'm, I'm 100% sure that if I was left to jack up a car, well, one, I'd figure out how to use the jack first. Cause I've never used one. Fucking YouTube, man. You yeah. Figure but, it out. but I'd be, I would 100% not crinkle up the side of my car. I'm not that well, stupid. No, like you don't put it on that part No, or else you're going to be pissed off. Right. But I know you use the tire iron, you take off the lug nuts. Mm-hmm. I guess you pull it off, and then you yep. put the other one on, and then you put the lug nuts in? Yes. Oh, it, it, <laughs> I can change a tire. Well, that's what I'm saying. I can change a tire because it's not <laughs> fucking hard. Pretty much anybody could change a tire. Yeah. It, and I, I literally got all of my knowledge on that just now from thinking back to like parts in like horror movies when they got to change their tire or whatever. Yeah. I thought, hmm, what are they always doing? Or... Uh, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, it's like <laughs> he makes the crackhead. Yeah, <laughs> beats the shit out of him. It was like change my fucking tire, peon. So when I first heard that uh, there was a new Mad Max coming out, I was immediately excited, and then I was like, oh, I hope they don't fuck it up. And I hadn't heard of Tom Hardy before. This was his debut for me. I know he's the main character of Venom. If you if you knew that, yeah, I did know that. I don't know what else i've seen him in i know he's in like the al capone movie that was came out way more recently than this movie yeah i don't know i don't i don't really know much about tom hardy uh he was great oh yeah i I know that but i was worried about this movie until i found out that george miller was directing it the mad max movies have such a unique feel to Mm -hmm. them unlike any other movie style that i've ever seen and it's fucking kick ass and Fury Road has that. Just the the awesome edits, 
the acceleration, uh, the, yeah, the, the high octaneness of the whole thing. It's just, there are parts of the movie that are at like one point two times speed, which is fucking great. It, it is awesome. It works so well. Yeah, and just the the spray in of the chrome in their mouth or whatever, and it, and it kind of does it fast. It's so random. It, it looks so cool. And yeah, the the weapons and the cars. Like they're driving through this place and they're like, uh oh, here comes some some bad guys and they're in these cars, fucking doom buggies with like spikes all over them. And, and just, some of them have like what looks like a fucking Dodge Challenger with a track on it, like a tank track, right? And that's fucking sick. And, and Morton Joe is like in this like '57 Chevy with monster truck tires, and it has like a double layer, so there's two wings on it, and it's so great. There's so many kick-ass old cars, and they're so all modified. Creative. And dude, there, there's one. <laughs> it's so crazy, man, and it's just fucking so awesome. They have this truck, and it's got six drummers on it, just pounding these mm-hmm. drums. And in the front, they got this guy like attached by bungee cords, just playing this guitar, and flames are coming out and of it. In a red onesie. Oh, fucking! And like holy fucking, shit! And like what? Twenty-eight speakers. Yes. And, yeah. And so you can hear them coming. Like, they're not going to sneak up on you no, because that dude's, doom, just, doom, 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 doom. And dude's just rocking metal out on yeah. the guitar. I just remember seeing that in the movies and going, oh, my gosh, that's the coolest fucking thing I've yeah. ever seen. It definitely was. But everything about this movie is so creative. Mm-hmm. I guess series, really, because it's all the same universe, and so they probably all share a lot of the same things. The first one is not the same universe. It's it's not a desolate wasteland. Oh, Okay. But the second one definitely is, and I think the the third one definitely is. So at some point, something Thunderdome means something bad happens, like gladiators. So yeah, that's no. I'm worried about that. I, I don't it, it want just that. Sound, it sounds a lot more like it's just going to be cheesy action all the way through, rather than story building or anything meaningful. I, but I I want to I want to see the trailer to see if I even feel your pain. It's not going to change anything. You're just going to see that and be like, that was the worst one. I, I guarantee it's the worst one. Harry Potter movies that you don't like? Uh, I'm not. My least favorite is Chamber of Secrets, but it's still oh. pretty good. Oh well, yeah, but it, it didn't taint your. Oh wait a minute! No, 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 no. What? What's the first one? Uh, Philosopher's Stone. Okay, yeah. Cha- no, I think they changed it to Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah, yeah. Chamber of Secrets is my least favorite. Like you said, Thunderdome. You're thinking Gladiator. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't I, want I'll, that. I'll watch him rip some throats. I just, I just don't want to. I just feel like it's not good. And then I feel like at the end, Tina Turner is going to go. It's simply the best, better than all the rest. And I just, I can't handle it. And I think. The only thing I'll be disappointed, the the main thing I'll be disappointed by is that it's Mel Gibson and not Tom Hardy. Because I can't picture Mel Gibson doing anything. Oh, he's really good. Okay. I, I can only picture him like talking to somebody in like his regular voice. No, he's got a very Australian voice in, in the first oh, two. No. no, it's so good. Is it, he actually does a good accent? He's from Australia. Oh. Yeah. So it's, it's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really good. It's. I really, uh, he he crushed it in the first and second one, definitely. Yeah, and then he decided to start with Tina Turner. And mm. The fucking cars were just amazing and modified. One had like a like a buzzsaw on top of it. and Oh, it, it was on an arm, so it yeah. could like go and fuck up the other cars. And, and, and the weapons, they had these spears with explosive tips. Everything, every explosive was an impact explosive. Mm-hmm. Which so cool. It was great. That automatically makes any explosion cooler as if 
You fucking throw it and it instantly explodes when it hits something. Uh, on the top of some cars, they had these really long poles and there's people at the end. Yes. And then at the bottom, someone was like pushing it in one direction and they'd teeter all the way over and could like fuck some people up on one side and then they'd go out. Uh, the b- person on the bottom would go and push it the other way and they'd fuck people up on the other side. Or they'd or, like grab, grab people, people out of cars. Pull. Yes. And, yeah, it's just all so good. So imaginative, so well executed, and just kick ass. So there is another Mad Max coming out in 2023? Yeah, it's June 23rd, 2023, called Furiosa. Mm-hmm. So I hope he's in it. He has to be in it or else it's not a Mad Max movie. No, there's no way he's going to be in it. Because he has nothing to do with, like, if it's Furiosa's, like, story yeah. of how she came to be, well, I, I don't... I didn't think about it like that. I didn't think about an origin story. I thought more about it picks up where they left off. And they get married and have kids. No, no, no. happily ever after. I I pictured it more as they pick up where they left off and she's running shit now or something. Yeah, but That wouldn't be a very good movie. No, it wouldn't. And plus, Max was out of there. He was like, dude, I can't hang around all these people. He's like me. I don't want to fucking... I'm I'm a solitary dude, and now I'm supposed to hang around with all these people? No, no thanks. Yeah, but I Mad Max is like the coolest part of the movie. He's so mysterious and badass and didn't get hurt a single time in the movie <laughs> somehow. Didn't. One time it's because he had a vision that made him put his hand to his forehead and he caught like a crossbow bolt mm-hmm. and only part of it went into his forehead rather than headshot kill. But I loved having a badass female and Furiosa was fucking awesome. Sometimes and- it works and sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... I for Michelle Rodriguez, she's awesome. Yeah, like she was great in Avatar. Uh, she remember <laughs> she was the pilot. Yeah, she's, she died in that one. She's great in Machete. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. She's cool. She's badass, and I know she's in all the Fast and Furious movies or in some of them. I don't know, but sometimes they fuck it up real bad. Uh, Charlize Theron was badass. She fucking destroyed it. She was badass. It was so fun watching her. And and I'm looking forward to seeing the Furiosa Me one, too. especially George Miller. As long as he you know directs it, which I think he I think he will. Chris Hemsworth is in it as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't want him playing Mad Max. I I don't I don't. They wouldn't do that. I don't really. They would. I, if is, they did that, it would be over. But is Max going to be in this? You know, I don't. You were just saying he's not going to be, and now you're. But is it? But is it called Mad Max? No, it was just called Furiosa. Oh, okay. Okay, good. Because it just wouldn't make sense to me, and I do not want... I like Chris Hemsworth. You know, I know you got he's a mad, mad crush Max, on him, though. but no, he's he's not. And it just would not... I say it wouldn't work for me. Who who the fuck knows? But I just, it, I just don't... I can't see it. Especially because Tom Hardy did so good, and he kind of cemented himself in that role. Just it, to take him out is just... It's not right. It's weird for me to hear you say... Because... Tom Hardy is your Mad Max. That's like when I grew Mel Gibson up. Gibson is not mine well, when I, I didn't see him. When I grew up, Roger Moore was my 007, but Sean Connery was before that, but I, I'd never seen the Sean Connery 007, so Roger Moore was my guy, and he was my ride or die, right? Mm-hmm. And so I just, it's going to be interesting to to see you and, and to get your take on going from Tom Hardy to to Mel Gibson, there's part of me that'd be like, nah, he, fuck it, he sucked at that, man. I, I want Tom Hardy. It, yeah. But, but, but fucking Mel Gibson, he killed it, man. He he was great in him. Yeah, I'm excited to see him. I mean, it's going to be a lot different. Mm-hmm. 
But when you have s- such long-running series like this, or like James Bond, there's just no way you can keep the same person unless you want them to be like on a walker shooting at Jaws, you know, like Rambo. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, they Stallone. I think professional the, drooler. Yeah, I think the first one was like eighty three, and then there was one what three years ago or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, but uh, to me, growing up, James Bond was always Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> yeah, he's in Miss Doubtfire. He's the dude he who the gets a drive by fruiting. I don't remember that, but I think he's the one who like surfed on a tsunami or something. What? In one of the movies, he, like, surfed in, like, the Arctic Ocean or some shit on, like, a parachute. I can't remember. Surfed on I, a I parachute. Saw, I saw a clip. The James Bond movies from the late 70s, early 80s, the Roger Moore, those will not stand the test of time. I oh. 100% can, can guarantee that those won't stand the test of time. Now, some of the earlier ones with Sean Connery, where it wasn't as much about the ridiculousness, <sighs> because the Roger Moore... Those got ridiculous. There was what I remember showing you. Was it like five, six months ago? I was watching like best Jaws moments. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Jaws was. I think he's dead as well, right? I'm pretty sure. He was a huge guy and he had metal teeth. Yeah. So he he could could bite through shit. Oh, it was so bad. Yeah. No scenes where he was in. Well, one, the fighting was ridiculous. Like. It was just slow and bad and the horrible, like, pillow-punching sound effects. I don't think Jaws could move fast. No, but there's part where he's, like, about to bite James Bond in, like, the arm or something, and he's slowly lowering his open mouth, and he gets really close. He could have bit him, but he doesn't, and somehow James Bond uses a gadget or something and gets away. Or he presses a button and a big magnet comes down and <laughs> jaws his teeth, like stick to it, and it carries him away. Yeah, I, that happened. Yep. I, I saw that fight. Yeah. There's, like, Jaws just bites through everything. Like, it, it, he's creepy. When I was a kid. And he's cool, but it's just like... When I was a kid, the first time I saw him, I was like, holy shit. He freaked me out. And then he came back in another one, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, he freaked me out, too. And now it you watch great. him and you're like... He's not a threat. If you shoot him in the fucking head, I mean, his only thing is he can bite you and he's taller than you. So, so if you shoot him in the fucking face, as long as you don't hit him in the indestructible teeth and it'll ricochet and hit you or something, he's going to die. I think he was in Happy Gilmore. Do you remember the yeah, big he was. Yeah. He got the, the nail gun in his head <laughs> yeah. and then uh, Shooter McGavin had to shoot the ball off his foot. <laughs> All right. You want to just go to uh, favorite parts? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so many, but one that sticks out to me in my head is it's nighttime, so it, the whole screen is blue, which I, I fucking love movies uh, that have that. I don't know why, but a blue night is always a better night. And they're going through the green place. They didn't know it was the green place because it's not green. It's just muddy, and there's tons of crows and, like, these weird stilt leg crow people. Um, which was Great and so bizarre. George Miller. Uh, there's just water everywhere, and their big, uh, like, 18 wheeler war rig is stuck in the mud. And the head of Bullet Farm is chasing after them. And he just, he's all about going akimbo with assault rifles and SMGs and magnums with fucking two foot long barrels. He just had two of everything. And He's in like the Challenger with the tank tracks on it, and there's a spotlight 
searching for them. And Furiosa, I mean, they had three bullets left in the sniper. Um, Mad Max misses two shots, and so Furiosa uses his shoulder as a bipod and shoots it. The the spotlight goes out, and it blinds the guy because, like, glass shot in his face. And That would suck. Yeah, they're getting really close, (laughs) and he takes, like, two grenades, a can, like a jerry can of gas, and a fucking machete. And he just starts walking into the distance down the road, and they're all dumbfounded, doing nothing, staring at him. Then a little bit later, huge explosion, and they all look, and they're like, oh, shit. And then there's a figure coming back through the mist or the fog, and Furiosa's aiming her gun at it. But lo and behold, it's him, and he has a ton of fucking guns and bullets and supplies, and he's got blood all over his face. And one of the wife ladies is like, are you hurt? And Furiosa's like, that's not his blood. <laughs> that was just You got all giddy. Yeah, I even can't though help you it. even it, though you knew that was coming. I I there are so many parts I forgot about this movie. I realized that I've probably only seen this movie twice all the way through. Yeah, I think me too. But the beginning hour or forty five minutes or so, I've seen that several times because anytime that, that that's on, the beginning with the storm and everything like it has been on our TV downstairs so many times and it's so great, but I completely, completely forgot the ending. And so that, I don't know, there's so much that I had forgotten or missed out on because of course the first time I saw this, I was 15. I don't know. It it was great to see this whole thing again, but that's one of the scenes that sticks out to me the most. Mm -hmm. The first 45 minutes probably is just nonstop action. Yeah. Just nonstop. And I mean, even though I knew a lot of stuff was going to happen, I, I felt like I was tense watching it. Oh, yeah. And which is, it's great when it just pulls you in. But I, my favorite part was just the the very beginning chase scene. Once once it was on, once the, oh, the yeah. war party started chasing Furiosa and, and you see that truck with the, with the drums and the, the dude playing guitar and you're just like, holy fuck. And, and you just, see the rust bucket saw blade vans and shit. All, all the fucking... Cars and and war boys and fire and dude gets shot in the fucking face with the crossbow bolt sprays his face chrome gets dual dual wields fucking explosive tip spears and just jumps straight into a fucking car and blows them up and himself it it, it rivaled the whole Thor when he's doing the when he's do going down rivaled? with his I was just comparing. The, the jumping down onto the oh. car like Thor oh, coming down I into that group co- of people. Okay, yeah, okay. Then, I'm not... Yeah, Thor, no. that Thor part beats that. Yeah, that Thor that's part was... not a character you even know. Just, yeah. He's just a random war boy who gets shot in the face. But it just reminded me of it, just him jumping in the air with those two spears coming down. It just mm-hmm. reminded me of that Thor moment where he's riding the lightning down and... Yeah. Oh, man, I, I fucking pause that and rewind <laughs> it and watch that so often when that when Ragnarok comes on. And I, I love how the main war boy, he's driving a car, and he sees the guy get shot, and he's like, come on, get up, come on, I believe in you, I believe in you, and he starts getting up and sprays his mouth real fast, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, and they always are like, witness me, and then they kill themselves, but doing something badass, and then everyone's like, witness, their crazy cult religion is fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> like the coolest one. You would join that cult? No. 
I just think the opening chase scene was just so fantastic. And I, I just remember watching it on the big screen and just being just blown away. And then it just keeps going and it keeps going. And then they're, they're heading straight toward this fucking, it, it just looks like a huge sandstorm mm-hmm. and they drive into it and there's fucking sand tornadoes and lightning. lightning. And it's just, some of the cars are being picked up and thrown around. It's fire. Just, it's yeah. It's just, it's just an amazing first 45 minutes. And just that, it's it's just a, it's a thrill ride. That sandstorm part, we always were like, oh ah, with the visuals on that mm-hmm. in 4K, it was just beautiful. This movie's beautiful. It really is. The, the colors. That's why I could not do the black and chrome because this is such a beautiful movie, and the colors add so much. And I'm yeah. sure I'll watch the black and chrome at some point. Oh, but I will I just, too. It would have been great to see this movie in black and chrome first, and then see the colors for the first time and be like, holy shit. It's like you're colorblind and somebody gives you those glasses. Yeah. Yeah, because I just, I remember the flame shooting out of the guitar and the flame shooting out of some of the cars and just thinking, I don't want to watch that in black and white. And the red lightning and the storms and And, just the blues of the night and the oranges of the day mm -hmm. is just so fucking full of color. Yeah, it was fantastic. Fantastic. All right, uh, Bucket of Chicken? I'd love to give it to uh, Charlize Theron, and I'd also love to give it to Tom Hardy, but I think I'm going to have to give it to Charlize because I just I noticed her a lot more in this movie than I remember noticing her in the other one. I, or the last few times or last time I had fully seen this movie. I don't like. I feel like I, I was so shocked about how little attention I paid because I didn't remember so much. She was fantastic. Yeah, in this she movie. was. She was and awesome. Tom Hardy was great, but I think if you take her out of this movie, it's not very good. But if you took him out of this movie, I think it would still be pretty good. It would still be really good. She yeah. she was better than him. Because he really sure. was a supporting character he for really the w- story narrative. Yeah, yeah. But he just had a lot of screen time as well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm giving it to her. She did an amazing job, especially hmm. when she'd been stabbed in the side and she's like just bleeding all in her teeth and her face. And she's all hurt, but she's still like, remember me, and rips his face off. Like, that was such a great mm-hmm. moment. And her acting, she's just incredible. Yeah, so she was incredible. I'm going to give it to George Miller. Like I said earlier, the way these movies are put together, the feel of it is unlike any other movie series out there. Mm-hmm. It's nothing that I can really describe on here. I would say that, you know, you can tell when you're watching a, a George Miller movie, but but I looked it up. And he is responsible for some for some strange movies mm-hmm. that you wouldn't think go along with Mad Max, like uh, Happy Feet. <laughs> I never saw that. Happy Feet Two, Babe Pig in the City. Just uh, never seen any of those. Yeah, some uh, some strange things from <laughs> Mad Max to to that. He must have had some grandkids or something, and decided he wanted to make some movies for them. But I get I give it to George Miller because this movie was beautiful. It was fabulous. There was nothing that got old about it, even though most of it is just a chase scene. And you would think, I can't watch a two-hour movie that's just a basically a hour and 45-minute chase scene. But I did. You can. You can. And you'll like it. <laughs> yeah. Never got old. Never. It, it was just phenomenal. He, he did just a, such a fantastic job. I, I, I got to give it to him. All right, score time. Easiest 100 ever. Yeah, hundo, for sure. It just has to be. Mm-hmm. If you... If you don't give it a perfect score or at least an A. 
Like, what are you doing? You know, like, what, go watch it again. <laughs> there, there's, I'm sure there's people out there that this just isn't their cup of tea. Well, yeah, because they're like fucking, like they wear ankle length skirts and shit. <laughs> they they just can't handle seeing anything. That guy rubbed his nipple. <laughs> oh yeah. Ugh. It's just little touches like that, you it's know. Just so freaky because the people in the Mad Max shows. There, there's so many that are just weird, weird characters, and that just makes it even, even better. Yeah, adds another layer to the setting and mm-hmm. the feel. Yeah, of the movie, absolutely. All right, well, you got anything else? I do not. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 115, or our two-year anniversary of Movie Muggin. We appreciate you listening. Thanks for, uh, thanks for being there with us, sticking it out. Yeah, yeah. We we plan on being around for. Uh, at least five more episodes. It, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll take that. That'd be terrible if one of us just got in a horrible car accident. Why would you say that? Is on the mind. I think about that every day. When you're when you have nowhere to go, you think about getting in a car accident. No, I think about like how life can end in the blink of an eye, whether you expect it or not, or whether you do anything wrong or not. You, Sometimes I get like bad anxiety in the car just because I'm going to work and I'm thinking I could just die. Really? You think about that a lot? Yeah. I'm starting to realize as I'm older than I used to be, like the you're not promised anything. You're not promised shit. We talked about that at the very beginning of this podcast. And yeah, and I thought about saying the, the car crash thing there, but I didn't. Damn. And I just thought of it again. Because you watched a whole movie full of car crashes. No. It was before I even knew that we were watching that movie. But it's just one of those things, like thinking about the fragility of life. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's yeah, true. I, I think about it every day. Yeah, I, I read a quote the other day that I really liked. It, it said, love fiercely because this all ends. Yeah. I don't know. A lot recently I've been getting, uh, if you ever have that feeling where you think very deeply about something, and then you're like, whoa, I'm human. And then like, you get this really weird head, like rush type feeling, and your like vision is a little bit like crisper or something for a moment. And you're like, wow, I exist. <laughs> and and then that's when you smoke weed. That's, it, a, no, that's a weed smoking conversation right not there. Not for me at all, dude. But, I'm a human. I exist, man. If you ever just sit on your own and start thinking about that, and you're like, wait, what the hell? If you can get yourself into that specific spot in thought, mm-hmm. then you'll have like a really weird like trippy type feeling <laughs> it's just weird it sounds stupid it, no it's not stupid well it, it sounds stupid and then you start to think about it and then you have that feeling i'm talking mm-hmm. about and then you're like wow that was cool pass the doobie back over here man <laughs> all right <laughs> we're, we're not going out like this so let me um let me go back to some lisa sparks movies and let's just go over a few more titles that's fine all right all right let me, let me get back to it All right, uh, so there's Baker's Dozen 7. What's this movie about? Oh. I really want to know what you think it's about. All right, Jack, what is the... Uh, uh, <laughs> you don't have to. I had no idea what you're doing for whatever reason. No, you don't have to, but Baker's Dozen 7. He's got a lot of uh, icing to do. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, gosh. You got to make some sticky buns. Yep, yep. <laughs> Cinnamon buns. All right, just a couple more. Uh, Chunky on the 4th of July. Uh. Um, 
<laughs> makes you think of like puke. Um, Chunky hot dog puke from 4th of July. Cream pie surprise four. Which, <laughs> why don't you hit the what's this movie about on that well, one? Well, <laughs> I, I want to know why it's still a surprise after one, two, and three. I don't know. Um, fat hose, black bros, <laughs> tasty white meat, and the last one is throated. <laughs> <laughs> throated? That's a good one. Yeah, they just get right to the point, I guess. Other ones, they, they try to be cute or something, but uh, <laughs> that one, not so much. I don't know about <laughs> a cute. Which ones of those were cute? Baker Splooge 13? <laughs> Whatever. Cute. Uh, let's see. Big Tip Patrol. I mean, it's kind of... That is... It's kind of cute. Um, I guess. Blubber Banging Bonanza 2. That is not... <laughs> Just because they don't use bad words and they barely beat around the bush on it does not mean that it's cute. <laughs> I'm going to find one that's cute real quick and then we can end this thing. Um, right, Maybe there's nothing cute. Oh, hold <laughs> on. Here we go. Boobsville's big natural tits. Boobsville. That's kind of cute, right? Okay. All right. Okay. I feel a little bit better um, ending on this note. So. I feel the same. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into episode number 115 or our two-year anniversary episode. We appreciate you listening. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at MovieMug. And if you'd like to send us an email, uh, MovieMuggin at gmail.com, um, we need some more Ask Jack questions. So you could always uh, email those over to us. Uh, so until next time, I uh, hope you do not get sand in your vagina. Yeah, me neither. And have a Movie Muggin day. Bye. Oh, it reminds me of the time I lighted farts with Ronald Reagan. <laughs>